0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: College basketball, it doesn't matter if you've been watching it all year. When that calendar flips to March, man, and we didn't have this last year. I want to talk about this with my next guest. Got a lot to get into with Steve Fezik. Steve Fezikpregame pregame.com, two-time Super Contest winner, the absolute best when it comes to breaking down all the angles when it comes to the uh, the gambling world. And Fez joins me on the program right now. Fez, what do you think the appetite is gonna be this March? Given that the whole tournament got called off last year and this is one of the biggest gambling events every year, and you're right out there in the nerve center of the whole thing out there in Vegas. What do you think the appetite is gonna be, not just for the games themselves, but for the like all the wagering, like the brackets and the betting and the sports books, like what's it gonna be like this year, do you think? Oh, the pent up demand is
1: enormous. I'm yeah. forecasting a huge handle in Nevada and let's face it in we're one of the states that we've seen our COVID cases go way, way down. And because of that, I think that there's, we're not back to normal, but I think people are ready to go out, taking the right precautions and certainly they feel they were cheated out of the tournament last year. I think it's just going to be absolutely spectacular.
0: So what are you looking for this week, Fez? You know, we got, we got conference tournaments ongoing. We got the big conference tournaments coming up like what are some things not only maybe when it comes to wagering on the conference tournaments but are there any things that we can any angles we can watch this week in the conference tournaments that'll be instructive at all for the, the next few weeks after that you know in conference tournament championship games we've seen the
1: under hit at right about 60 percent going back a long time mm. so you know that's something i would certainly consider that if you have a, um, a championship game, even if the numbers, say, go over, look at Campbell, Winthrop today, uh, both these teams, that they would have played in the regular season, you would have made your biggest bet of the year over, 141.5, never had a chance today with only 133 points. So those teams typically play tight, they typically play careful, and those games go under.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. There's there's always been sort of that rule when it comes to game sevens as well, and I guess that's I guess in the tournament, right? Every game's a game seven, right? Fez? Yeah, exactly right. So, and because of that, uh, but the
1: pros are well aware of it. So this is one of the situations that, as soon as the lines come out, you probably want to hit the unders before they leak downward.
0: Yeah, they'll move. Steve Fezik joining me on the program, all right? Fez. So all star festivities uh, tonight. I, before we get into any of the gambling angles on tonight, do you like that this, that this stuff's all kind of crammed into one day now, as opposed to being spread out over two or three days? You know, I'm indifferent because I
1: really don't follow it too much. The yeah. I know there's guys that do get an advantage. One of my friends has been texting me bets to be making. He's like, "Oh, you got to play Curry two to one to win the three point," and he just took Zion twenty two to one to win the MVP. I'm sure those numbers mm-hmm. are long gone. But, um, you know, for me, when you've got the conference tournaments going on in college basketball, the opportunities and the profitability of that pretty much dwarfs what I can find in the gimmicky bets in the NBA. I'm not saying that there aren't people that are going to win doing that, but you can't spread yourself to them.
0: No, but in uh, and, and the gimmicky stuff like the dunk contest and the three-point contest, that, that is what it is. But as far as the game itself... It seems to have gotten more competitive. It was—I mean, look—it would have been hard for it to have been less competitive at at the nadir of just the lack of intensity in an All-Star game. But this format, where they've started picking sides, seems to have lent itself to guys trying at least a little bit harder. Are there any sort of trends or anything that you look at with the All-Star game itself, or that some sort with out there like to like to back when it comes to the All-Star game? You know, I used to like playing double revenge when it was just east versus west and when the west would win two in a row
1: i would back the east but obviously when you're just picking sides that's no longer the case so because of that i kind of um i did bet over early in the process because i know that that total typically inflates so usually the one thing i do in the all-star game and i did it again this year is i'll play over right when the number comes out on the total and then i'll play under and it's not unusual that you'll see a situation where you'll see a two-point difference. Now I get it. And the total is 320. How much does two points really matter? But it can. And yeah. I'll go play under right at post at some of the local shops.
0: There you go. Steve Fezzik, Pregame.com, joining me on the program. Um, Fez, so J.J. Watt goes to Arizona a little over a week ago. I'm sure you and I talked about that last week. But I just, as I get to thinking, and we spent a week obviously breaking it down here in Houston where I am I'm curious about this Arizona plays in what I think is the toughest division in the NFL JJ went to what I'm assuming is the fourth best team in that division but where does Arizona stack up in your overall NFL power rankings right now that's got to be one of the strongest fourth place teams in a division in recent memory here this is a really good division do you agree with that I I do agree with that and so Arizona is a team that I would have rated just as a Right in the
1: middle, average team. But I'd love to play them under eight wins, season wins, because the division is so difficult. In fact, whoever has to play the um, NFC West is really up against it because you've got to play four quality teams. And the division that really is getting rooked by the schedule makers and is the NFC North because they've got to play that NFC West, those four good teams. And they also have to play the AFC North, which is an above average strength division. So if you're looking to make bets on, on the Packers or the Vikings or the lions, especially the lions this year, I would not be betting on any of those teams. I'd be looking to bet against those teams and on their players. They play a lot of good defenses. I'd be looking at individual players uh, like Rogers under for touchdown passes, things like that.
0: That's interesting. So, um, So the NFC North this year, the divisions they cross over with are the NFC West in their own conference and the AFC North in the other conference. I mean, I know this stuff is done formulaically. Like, it's not done nefariously by the schedule maker to screw over the NFC North. But holy cow, that is a rough catch for the NFC North, Fez. And look at the
1: Detroit Lions. They get two more games that are determined by formula. They get the last place schedule. So they get to play last place teams. Well, their last place teams are the Eagles, the Eagles. And the Falcons, not exactly cupcakes. Lions, well, they might be favored against the Bengals. That's the only game I think they're gonna be favored in all year long.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, you know, Fez, it's funny you bring that up. Like that's the one thing I tell people, like that, that, that like it, it gets put out there as a cliche like, well, you know, the one good thing about they that they had a bad season is they'll be playing a fourth place schedule, they'll be playing a last place schedule come next year. And that's one of those things that gets just sort of thrown out there so the average fan latches onto it without really realizing that it only impacts two games in the whole schedule, maybe 3 now because of the 17th game. And as you just pointed out, you know, depending this stuff is so variable and random that even a team like the Lions who are going to look at it go, "Oh, at least we get to play a last place schedule." Yeah, you just caught the Falcons and the Eagles who are two really just kind of you know decent teams that had down seasons last year it's like it's one of the most like throwaway overused clichés ever the whole fourth place schedule thing yeah and look at the san francisco 49ers it finished
1: last last <laughs> year in their division so the nfc has a their last place teams other than the lions are uh, pretty much average teams this year
0: that's a great – that is a great point. Yeah, if you have a fourth-place schedule, it means you caught the 49ers who had their whole defense out injured last year. Steve Fezzik joining me uh, from pregame.com on CBS Sports Radio. Fez, how much is the QB uncertainty around the NFL? I guess specifically Deshaun Watson is the biggest one, but we know that there's other quarterbacks where there's just – there's at least little dust-ups going on, and there's maybe a few more that still – could be moved. How much is the QB uncertainty kind of messing with the futures market right now? Or are, are are books willing to throw Super Bowl odds out there, not knowing where some of these guys might land, or are they kind of holding, holding off on that right now?
1: They put it up, but they have everyone's odds lower than they should be. And frankly, it didn't help last year that there are some Tampa Bay 60 to ones out there and people got wind yeah. of Brady going to Tampa Bay. And so the books, I think, oh have they've seen this movie and they're like, we're not going to have a rerun this year. We're going to go ahead and put a lot of teams at 25 to one that really should be 50 to one because they don't want to get burned.
0: Is there a team that sits here like that right now, Fez, that that Deshaun Watson could go to and potentially make them next year's bucks? It feels like most of the teams that are in the mix for Deshaun Watson are teams that are... I mean, a little like the Texans, the team he's on right now, where they're at least a year or two away. Is there a team, though, that, that's in the, that you've heard in the mix for Deshaun Watson that the books might be a little nervous right now that there's some money out there on? I think there'd be any team
1: that is already a 500-type team. So, you know, the Bears, yeah, uh, the Carolina Panthers, the, the Dolphins, Raiders, the Dolphins. All these teams probably going to win eight games. Really no chance to go to the Super Bowl. You put Watson on them all of a sudden, you know, certainly it's viable. Um, you know, the Bears is intriguing to me because uh, I saw the game that Watson played in Chicago in the cold weather. I don't think the Bears should be um, encouraged by what happened in that game.
0: Uh, no, I saw it too. I did pregame and postgame for it. It was brutal. Steve Fezzik joining me on the uh, on the program. Hey, Fezz, uh where's Kyler Murray on your quarterback rankings? Yeah, Kyler Murray, I believe, is number... 13, I might be a little bit more optimistic
1: about him. That assumes a healthy Kyler Murray. You know, he never was healthy the second half of the year, so we'll see how he comes back this year.
0: Yeah. I was just curious because there are a lot of people going, ah, you know, now that the Cardinals got J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins, they should make a phone call about trading Kyler Murray and some picks for Deshaun Watson. And I know, Deshaun, you've got very high in your rankings, right?
1: Yeah, I have him number four right behind Russell Wilson and you know, you know it's an interesting idea to go all in. The problem with a lot of these acquisitions, you know, you bring in JJ Watt, and he's you know he's a good player, but if you're going to pay him twenty million a year, you'd, that twenty million would go a lot further paying for somebody else rather than a big name that whose best games are
0: behind him. Yeah, it's a good point, um, Fez. Before I let you go, have you started to look at power ranking? I know, I, I know it's hard to power rank. Uh, quarterbacks that aren't in the league yet in this rookie class, but I know that you're always looking ahead and kind of peeking ahead. Have you started to formulate your thoughts on this rookie quarterback class yet, which of course is highlighted by Trevor Lawrence of Clemson. You
1: know, I've done a little preliminary work, Trevor Lawrence. I have, you know, as right as an average quarterback coming into the league based upon his pedigree and the like. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is still a, a much below average quarterback to start the year. Really difficult until I get to see some data on the teams. And hopefully, you know, even in the preseason, it helps to be able to see some film on the, on the quarterbacks. Till then, I'm really in the dark.
0: Yeah, that's the draft is coming up here pretty soon, uh, next month. So um, we'll be uh, keeping an eye on that. com is where you can get him. You can get him at Fezzik Sports on uh, Twitter as well Fez always appreciate the time always appreciate the insight can't wait to get caught up with you next week when the when the when March Madness is going to start to get into full swing and we can really start to uh, sink our teeth into some of this stuff great stuff as always thank you if you like a team
1: to win the big dance don't bet them in the futures pool where all the vig gets taken out do a mechanical parlay take what you want to wager on them and just keep rolling it over bet them to win each and every game you'll get a much bigger payout
0: that is it. Fez with the advice on the way out is my favorite thing ever. Yes, just do a progressive parlay where you're just rolling them over. They got to win six in a row. That's what they got to do. So pick your team, open up the parlay, and just bet them on the money line.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.